welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program. I'm your host, Raymond Kidani, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking with and welcoming in a brand new film critic to the radio show. We have with us Susanna, all the way from Miami. How are you doing today, Susanna? I'm very good, thank you for asking, and how are you? I am doing very well. It is awesome to welcome you to the Kids First family and have you on your very first radio show so you can see how we do things around here. We're a little bit crazy, but it's fun, it's awesome, it's a good time. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? What are some of your hobbies and, you know, things that you do? How did you get involved with Kids First? All right, well, first off, my full name is Susana Ojos, and as you said earlier, I'm from Miami. I'm 15 years old, and I've always had a passion for movies in the sense of being in front and behind the camera at school. Um, I'm actually in a program uh, for TV production, and that's exactly how I found out about Kids First. I heard we got contacted by Rani herself, and she contacted she contact she contacted our teacher, and she asked for a few um, a few kids who would like to be a, a film critic over here in Miami. And of course, I took the opportunity because if I can't be in front of the camera, why not be behind it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's really awesome. I think that's so cool that your school offers that. I'm lucky that I go to a very artsy school and we have, like, film programs and things like that. But I think that's awesome. And I'm glad that you are, you know, coming to us all the way from Miami because I don't think we have very many Miami people at all. So it's awesome to have you aboard and welcome. Um, so ha- have you had any fun, interesting Kids First experiences so far? I know you've only been with us for a very short time, but anything you'd care to share on? Well, actually, um, when I actually went to go see this movie, Woman in Gold, I walked into the movie theater and I saw a bunch of older people. Like, there was no one my age. So that was very, uh, and since it was my first time, I was not expecting that at all. And, of course, I had to sit next to a bunch of older people. So it was very, not uncomfortable, I would say, but I was not expecting to see not anyone my age interesting and that's why I think Kids First is so cool is because there's really not a lot of kids in this this industry which is kind of messed up because most of the movies that we're watching and reviewing are made for kids yet they don't have kids exactly so I think that's why it's so cool that Kids First does what it does and yeah you'll definitely I remember the first time I went to a screening I was so shocked especially because a lot of the, the screenings that we have in Denver where I'm from um there's like lines and lines of people that waiting there for hours, and you get to walk right on past the line and right up to the to the people and say your names on the list, and I always thought that was super fun. Yeah. Um, so, as you said, you went and saw The Woman in Gold, which looks like an absolutely beautiful film. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Um, well, first off, it's a true story, um, and it's based on this lady named Maria Altman and her life with, uh, during the World War, uh, the World War, um, having to do with the Nazis and their cruelty towards them. She she has to face the Austrian government and the Supreme Court because she wants to regain one of her one of her dearest family possessions to her and and under that falls the a painting named The Woman in Gold. And that's why the movie is named that because during the whole movie they're trying to regain back their possession, uh, the woman in gold, which is the painting 
that the Nazis took away from them back during the war. Mm-hmm. And this movie starred characters, and you have Ryan Reynolds, Tatiana Maisley, um, Katie Holmes. So what did you think of the cast and how uh, the actors did? Well, amazing, honestly. Like, Ryan Reynolds, I've seen him act in very various movies, and he just, I love the fact that he can completely indulge himself in that character. He can portray that character just as as well as as, as he can. And um, Helen Moran, she she since she's an older woman, I, I absolutely loved her because she she seemed confident and, and sassy and for an older woman, like you don't see that often. You just see older people as quiet and and just going on about their day. But in this case, her character, she was very out there. She was very demanding, and she was confident, and she knew what she wanted. Absolutely, and I think that's definitely what makes this this story so interesting is because she does have a lot of, um, you know, she, she wants to feel like she's back in control, and she wants to have this, this power in her life to take back this art, which is rightfully hers, and I think it would be a lot less interesting of a story and of a film if she would have taken no for an answer. So I think that's what makes her character, this woman, so so much more interesting and dynamic. Um, so since this film is based off of true events and, you know, real people, obviously when you're adapting a um, story from real life, you have to be very careful as to make sure that you're doing the film just. Um, so this was directed by Simon Curtis. How do you think he did with taking this true story and adapting it to film? Well, actually, um, I haven't really heard the real-life story, so I couldn't really compare both. But in this case, it also very accurate, because since I I had to do with the Holocaust and with the Nazis, and from what I've learned in school, it seemed very accurate to to what was happening in that moment, and... The after the years that she had flashbacks and she kept looking back into her life, I think he did a very good job um, portraying um, what she was feeling and what was going on in the past. Mm-hmm. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice of America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and right now we are talking with our new film critic all the way from Miami, Susanna, about The Woman in Gold, which is an amazing new film which recently came out. Um, it- talks all about a true story um, about a woman who had a which was this portrait of her aunt, the woman in gold uh, taken from her during World War II but it's all about her um, years later in her life going on a quest to get back this art which is rightfully hers and it seems like such a beautiful film um, so talk to me a little bit about about the costumes because I know you mentioned it is in you know um, this earlier time period so what do you think about the costumes and the set and the way they portrayed this time period well everything was very I guess you could say old if that's the right word Um, where they lived everything was um very put together and all the paintings where they lived were on the walls and they were very like artsy I guess you could say and 
um, the way they dress. The, um. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and right now we are talking with our new film critic, Susanna, all the way from Miami. And we are talking about the new beautiful film, Woman in Gold, uh, which talks all about a true story of a woman who had a family heirloom, which was a piece of art of her aunt in gold, um, and it was stolen from her and her family during World War II, and it's all about her later in her life going and reclaiming this piece of art, which is rightfully... Uh, so, Susanna, since this is in an earlier time period, what did you think of the costumes and set design and how they portrayed this time period? Well, um, where they lived, to be exact, um, all the art was always on the walls, and they, since it was painted by their own family... I find that very particular and, like, peculiar because nowadays you don't really see that anymore. And the way everyone was dressed, like, the men, they always had ties or tuxedos and they always had suspenders to hold up their pants. The And obviously you don't see that nowadays. The women had long dresses and they always had their hair picked up in a very, like, fancy kind of way. Always very put together. And... Everything just seemed more put together than what it is now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, things definitely used to be a lot more classy and refined, and everyone was fancy all the time. I kind of wish mm-hmm. that I lived in, in, like, a Victorian era, like, you know, in, like, the Roaring Twenties or something where everyone was always fancy. I think that would be very cool. Definitely. Um, so in this film, Ryan Reynolds um, and Helene Marine, they play these two characters that sort of cross paths um, and end up helping each other a lot. And they definitely vary a lot in age and personality. So what did you think about the two of those actors working together and portraying these um, these two characters? Well, yeah, um, like you said, they're very uh, apart in age. One is very old, like an older person. And then while Ryan Reynolds uh, or Randy in the movie, he's very young and he's just starting off his life. That seemed very cool how they put two characters together that are very apart in age, but they can still relate because they, first of all, they were both Austrian, so they can relate in that sense. And also they're both fighting for what they, what they believe is rightfully right, I guess you could say, yes. uh, the painting. And together they worked together to get Maria what she needed and what she believed was rightfully hers. So I thought that that was cool that they could work together even though they had uh, many differences to reach the same goal. And obviously this film is, it's based off of a true story, but it is um, entertaining. Although it is, you know, made for entertainment, do you think that you learned anything or that it has any educational value? Educational in the sense that it would kind of fall into the message of the film, Mm -hmm. which would, which would be to believe, to believe in yourself and to never give up. And to always fight for what you believe in. Because Maria, she did get her painting away. And she knew that that painting belonged to her family. And she knew she had to get it back. So she did. She did whatever she could in her power to get her painting back. And she never really gave up. And when she did give up, if she did, uh, Randy, or Ryan Reynolds, was there to push her and tell her, don't give up yet. We still have hope and we're almost there. So I guess you could say it teaches you to always fight for what is right and to never give up. Mm -hmm. That is a wonderful message. So this film is rated PG-13. What age rating would you recommend it for, and how many stars on a scale of 1 to 5 would you give it? 
I would definitely recommend this movie for people of ages 13 through 18 because of the fact that it, it is a serious movie because it has to deal with historic events like the Holocaust and World War II. And it does use a couple of hits of bad language here and there. Um, so that's why I'm guessing, well, not, that's, that's another reason why it's um, rated PG-13. And I definitely give this movie a 5 out of 5 stars because of like the strong actors and the characters they portray and definitely the plot. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for letting us know, and I cannot wait to see this film, guys. Make sure you check out The Woman in Gold. It is in theaters now. And Susanna, thank you so much for talking with me on your very first radio show. We cannot wait to have you back for many more to come. And I cannot wait to be back on another one. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm your host, Raven Devani, from Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just missed speaking to Susanna about Woman in Gold, and we are talking about Home and Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. So right now, we are speaking with Katie about Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. Thank you for joining with us today, Katie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. So can you please tell us the plotline to this film? This is a great finish to the trilogy of the Night at the Museum movies. In this movie, the tablet of Achmenra is dying. If it dies, no one in the museum will ever come to life again. So, Larry and the rest of the gang head off to the British Museum so that they can talk to Achmenra's parents about how to fix the tablet. And of course, they have several adventures on the way. Yeah, I, I have so many memories with this film because it's like every time um, Night at the Museum came out, it's like me and my dad would watch it together. And it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. So I, this trilogy, well, the ending to this trilogy was just, was just kind of to top it all off. And I, of course, watched it with my dad. It was just, it was great memories, great bonding with my dad. So how do you like the production of this film? Um, I think it was great. It was a very well done film. Great acting, great directing, um, lots of 
very well done scenes, a lot of action in this one. Um, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, there are a lot of different types of personalities and different types of people, different time periods. So, of course, action and little combat here and there is going to happen. How about the costumes? Because since this is such a diversity in all the different people, how do you like the costumes? The costumes were magnificent. I cannot believe how much research must have been put into these. Every character seemed to come exactly from the era that they had, uh, were designed after. Every costume was made perfectly stitch by stitch. And you could tell. It's like, whoa, he's... I mean, in, like, the quality. I'm not saying the quality was bad, but in that time period, the quality was, like, you know, the average. And so you could see the, the range and, you know, how how good we have gotten in, you know, clothing and types of clothing. So that was pretty cool. Ben Stiller and Robin Williams and Owen Wilson stars in this film. And I, I absolutely love Owen Wilson because he's so funny in, in, you know, this trilogy and in this film. So how do you like their acting? I think the acting was great. I especially love seeing Robin Williams in one of his last roles. Um, it was very nice to see that. And I think all the acting was very well done. Um, you can feel it. Yeah. You can't even tell that they're acting. It feels like they're actually that person, that they're actually there. And it just feels so real. Yeah, when I first saw Robin Williams on the screen, it's like I felt I felt the energy in the room. And it's like everyone could just kind of like, it was like a moment of silence. Even though we were all, you know, pretty quiet, it was like we all noticed. It's like, oh my gosh, Robin Williams was such a great actor. And um, he will be remembered by all of us. Yes. How do you like the comedy in this film? Because one of the aspects in this film is comedy. I think most of the comedy was great. There are a few crude scenes, which I'm not quite a fan of, but there was lots of very well-done, high-intelligence comedy, which I enjoy. And um, just to see that on the screen is incredibly fun and exciting. Mm -hmm. I mean, comedy is what kind of keeps the plot line going. I mean, the plot obviously keeps the plot line going, but also some of the comedy. If you could add anything to this film or take anything away, would you? Um, I don't think I would. It was a very well done film. I'd say that the rating system could be a little different since I think it was too inappropriate for younger kids. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, this is a great film. There's lots of action, lots of um, funny scenes. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, with the comedy and the... And the, you know, cinematography, which was awesome. And I will talk to you about that later. But everything kind of tied in, I mean, with the music and the acting. So everything kind of tied in from the final, like, the final production. But I do agree that this film was a little bit, you know, off with the age rating. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are talking about Home and Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. So right now, let's continue speaking with Katie about Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. And we were just talking about if she could take anything out or add anything. And she said, nope, it was top-notch. Um, so I, um, I... Well, I haven't noticed, but I know that you were at the sleepover at the National History Museum in L.A., so can you please tell us a little bit about that? It was amazing. We got to do a scavenger hunt all over the museum. 
Of course, my feet were very tired afterwards. <laughs> it was so much fun going and learning about all the different kinds of things in the museum. They served snack, we got to see the movie, and we got to sleep over in a museum. How cool is that? I feel like I would be so scared. I, I feel like it'd be like, oh, um... Um, I just don't know. It's like all the history and, you know, the people. And it's like, it's not, it's not like, you know, well, I'm just gonna, it's, it's, it's like strangers, but at least, you know, you went with your younger brother and your mom. So it wasn't like you just alone in a museum at night. <laughs> so True. at least you had some and production. We were, still, we were still all a bit scared when we went into certain rooms with the birds yeah. in them. And those rooms were a bit darker, so it was a little creepy in certain rooms. But, of course, those rooms would light up when you walked in, and so it wasn't as scary <laughs> after that. Yeah, I get scared very easily. That's why That's why Raven is our um, is our horror, horror fan. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> so, do you have a favorite scene in this film? I love the scene where Sir Lancelot jumps onto a stage in uh, Britain. In the scene, there is a great cameo by Hugh Jackman, um, where he is playing King Arthur. It is hilarious, and Lancelot and Hugh Jackman have quite the spark. Yeah, he's like, do you know who I am? I am Hugh Jackman, and he's like, I don't know who this Hugh Jackman is, and I was like, this is so funny, because if you think about it, he's such a great actor, like, Hugh Jackman is such a great actor, and it's just, how can you not know who Hugh Jackman is, so, I definitely understand that, and before I was talking about how, um, you know, we were going to talk about the cinematography, because at the beginning of this film, this whole display of the magic that they have at the museum is outstanding, so, how do you, how do you like the cinematography? I think... The cinematography is brilliant. There are so many different scenes, brilliant cuts. Um, it was very well filmed. Yeah, and the and the visuals, I don't know. I just, when I'm watching a film and you know that that's not there, but it, it kind of draws you in and it makes you feel like it's there, it's like, well, you know, I know it's not there, but it looks so real and it looks so realistic and it looks like it's supposed to be there. And I think this film, with all of its, you know, visuals and cinematography and camera angles, I just think they hit that right on the nose with all of their special effects and everything. Yes. <laughs> if you could rate this film five out of, if you could rate this film out of five stars, how many stars would you give it? I think I'll give it four out of five stars because I still am stuck up on that a bit too scary for little kids for the rating. So that's true. I mean, with with films now, not nowadays, but with films like modern, like right now, it's, you know, it's kind of, you never know. You never know, like, is it going to be appropriate or is it not going to be appropriate? I mean, they give the ratings, so it's kind of a buffer, but you never really know until you see it. So I definitely you know, understand that. Rating system, like, for this age up, if your kids aren't that sensitive, because yeah, every kid is different. You can say PG-13, but some 13-year-olds aren't going to be able to watch things that others are. And PG, it's like a giant gap. It's a very mm -hmm. difficult system. Yeah, and you don't want to make it too, like, okay, well, for 14-year-olds, this is okay, but for 15-year-olds, this is okay. For 16-year-olds, this is okay. It's like, you don't want to make it too much, but you also don't want to have this big gap that is left undecided. It's like, um, well, I really don't know, and it and it all depends on your background and, you know, what what your life is at home and what you're exposed to, so I, yes. I agree with you that 
no child is the same. So you kind of have to and be very mindful difficult. of that. It's very difficult to make a movie for the entire family. Because, mm-hmm. let's all be honest, a three-year-old isn't going to be able to go to the theater by themselves. So, it needs to be funny enough for the uh, older kids and parents, but also appropriate enough for little kids. And that's a very difficult combination to achieve. Yeah, because the mom and dad have to find, you know, that it's not, you know, killing them, but it also has to, it also has to be appropriate for younger ages. I, I agree with you. That was a nice chat on, on ratings and age ratings. Me, you were going to have, you know, a lot of fun with that. <laughs> so if you could place an age range on this film, what would it be? Um, I think most likely... 8 to 18, because the age rating that it has right now, uh, at the sleepover, there were a lot of very little kids there, and uh, there is a scene with, like, a giant snake cross-cut with a scene of characters running from lava, and I think that was a very scary scene, and I know so, because there were several little children running to their parents, saying, can we go back? So, yes, I'd say 8 to 18 should be appropriate. And it's, like, not even just the act. It's, it's very intense. Like, a lot of scenes are very intense. And well, yeah, don't know what's acting going to happen. Acting is done so fucking special. Yes. Yeah. That because when you... Special, oh, go ahead. So well that, you know, you don't know that this isn't real. And especially if you're little, it's too... Yeah. I mean, us as older... Us as older... We were like, okay, well, we know. But then sometimes when you're younger, you're like, I have no idea if this was real or fake. So I, I agree with you on the whole 8 to 18 because I did watch it and I noticed that, you know, some little kids were like, oh, no, I don't know what's going to happen. So I definitely understand the dream. Well, Katie, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. Thank you. Thank I you very much. Yeah, I will find pleasure in talking to you again it's in dvd now guys so please check it out let's take a break i'm your host brianna hobiton from kids first coming attractions and you are listening to voice america kids what does indie mean it's short for independent what does that mean whatever you want it to mean when you are indie you don't just go with the flow you set the pace indie can mean a style of music dress or just a way of life it's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, you are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished speaking to Katie about Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb, and we are talking about home. So right now, we are speaking with Catherine about home. Thank you for joining us today, Catherine. How are you? 
I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. So can you tell us all about home? Huh? Can you tell us the plot line about home? Home is a wonderful movie about a bunch of aliens called the Boobs. One of the Boobs is named O, and he befriends a human. And they become best, best friends, and then they go on an adventure together to find Tip's mom. I mean, when I when I um, saw the previews to this film, I absolutely loved it. And my dad was like, "Whoa, that sounds that looks really cool." And he's and he's my dad, so and I don't think a lot of things like impress him like that. So I really want to see this film with him and my mom. So I can't wait. Do you like the production for this film? Like the you know the way it was produced? <laughs> yes, it was really it was a really great movie, and um, they did a really awesome job with, like, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is their job, doing awesome with the movie. So do you like the comedic timing in this film? Because even in the previews and, you know, that, even in the previews, you see a lot of comedy, you see a lot of um, little things that make people laugh. So do you like the comedic timing, or do you think it was a little off? Or The comedic timing was awesome. The movie was very, very funny. The Captain Boob was a Especially funny. He was played by Steve Martin. Steve Martin did a wonderful job. And do you have a favorite kind of comedic scene or a favorite comedic line? Well, yes. Um, when Jim Parsons, who plays O, um, O was high fiving for the first time, and he's like, "High five, down low. Oh, you are too slow." It was really funny. <laughs> kind of a had-to-be-there moment. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you find any messages in this film, or was it just a great, funny family film? I found a couple messages, like, that family is important, and you have to think your fears instead, instead of running away from them. True. I saw this kind of little documentary, and it says when we're afraid, we either fight or flight, which is either run away from it, or you find the guts and the will to try to fight it. And I think in some cases, it's okay to run. I mean, you like to, to be safe and to not have, um, not have a lot of damage done on you. I think the best thing is to run. But I think in some instances, in a lot of instances, you have to stay there and work it out. And that's in all different types of situations and problems and choices that you have to make. I just want to get that out there. How did you feel about watching this film? Like, what were your initial initial reaction? Overall, I loved it. The storyline, well, we got there a little bit late, but the storyline was a little bit hard to follow, like jumping from place to place and figuring out that they were running from someone um, and running from place to place and um, going to Earth and stuff. But... It was really good. I liked it a lot. With the plot, what was what was confusing? Like, were they traveling back in time, or were they? Was it an actual different scene change that was going too fast, or what was confusing? Well, they were doing a lot of jumping around. Like, one minute they were at Earth, and then they were at a ship, and oh. then they were in Paris, like running around and like figuring out what happened. So. It was only a little hard to follow. I mean, a lot of, you could follow it pretty easily, but 
It just took you a little bit. Yeah, I mean, with some films, that's the case. It's just a little bit of hopping around. Not too much that you can't follow it completely, but, I mean, it's definitely a little bit, you know, you have to get used to it for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite scene in this film? Yes, actually, I have two favorite scenes. One of my favorite scenes is when, um, Oh and Pip meet in a shop, and Oh fixes Pip's car. But he makes it run on smoothies and makes it float with bubbles. And my other favorite part was when um, they were floating over the ocean. And O didn't know what it was like to dance. And Tip started playing music and O started dancing. And then he jumped out of the car into the ocean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the way you described it, and he was dancing, and then, you know, he just jumped out of the car, which is perfectly yeah, normal. Because he got overheated because he was confused. He didn't know what oh, to dance. That is true. <laughs> you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are talking about home. So right now, let's continue speaking with Catherine about home, and we were just talking about how, oh doesn't really know how to dance, but that's totally fine, because we all, le- we all need to learn. So, do you like the acting in this film by the voice actors? I mean, Rihanna and Steve Martin. Yeah. The, um, the voices were played really, really well. Um, Jim Parsons was O. Jennifer Lopez as uh, Rihanna Pitt's mom, Lizzie, and Rihanna was playing Pitt. Her real name is Gertrude Tucci, but all her friends call her Tip. <laughs> and Steve Martin as the Captain Boom was just hilarious. I feel like so many big names are in this film. I I noticed that in voiceovers, they do that a lot. It's like a lot of the big name actors, and, and sometimes it's not even an actor. It's like Rihanna, I, uh, she's not known for acting, and she's not known for voice acting, but in this, she, she does she does tip perfectly well. So, what do you think about the anim- animated character appearances? The animated characters were really good. I loved the, I loved O and the other booths. They were just adorable. And the Gorg, how he was and ended up to be, is just awesome. And, like you were saying, how um, Rihanna was known to be a singer. Or yes, a I mean, this is actor. her... Yeah, this is her first animated film, so... Yeah. She and Jennifer Lopez actually have some original songs in the movie, like Into the Light and, um... Into the Light. Yeah, I mean, with... With... uh, With, um with singers, and and not necessarily singers, but people that don't act and don't voice act, when they do first films and you hear them, it's like, I never knew that she could do that. So I think this is a good film, like, once you watch it. I mean, I have not, I have yet to watch it, but I feel like when I do watch it, it'll be a surprise to hear Rihanna's voice and know it's Rihanna and, and, and to get used to her, you know, being a voice actor. So how many stars out of five would you give this film? I give it five stars. It's just an awesome movie. I loved it so much. The animation was good. The characters were good. The song was good. The voices were good. I just loved the whole thing. It was just awesome. <laughs> do you have a favorite aspect about it? Like, it doesn't have to be a favorite scene, but do you have something that just stood out to you? 
what they were really trying to make clear is the main messages. Like, Owen and Tiff were, were looking around the whole world to find Tiff's mom. And they, and then O finally figures out what it's like to have love for someone else and have a family. Before, all the boobs didn't really care about each other. They were just there with each other. And you find that, you know, having love and, and having relationships with other people, I think it makes you stronger because you 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 get this um, you get this knowledge about how to talk to other people, how to socialize with people. So love and relationships and talking with other people and having connections is a very um, very valuable message. If you could have an age range for this film, or if you could make the age range for this film and everyone knew it, what would the age range be? For me, probably 4 to 14. And was the it too... The family would love the movie. I mean, like, it's a family movie. Yeah, I, I understand that. Some films are... Some films are made for the whole family, but it really, you know, as you said, 4 to 14 is like the really breakdown of it. And lastly, would you see Home again? Uh, would, you see, would you see Home again, Catherine? Yes, I would. Home again. It was just such an awesome film. Yes, it was a really good film. <laughs> well, I'm glad you loved it, and I I expect that I will definitely love it because I will probably see this with my dad. <laughs> well, Catherine, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about home. Thank you. It's a pleasure being on the show. <laughs> I will definitely like talking to you again. It's in theaters now, guys, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green mario jr is the host of alive and green the show is all about green tips staying environmentally friendly and having fun while doing something great for our mother earth you'll want to check out the show tuesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if we all do our part now it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Baby Manny, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Right now, we have with us Harmony. How are you doing today? 
I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing very well, and we are going to be talking all about the new animal feature film, Home, uh, which you recently saw. So, for the uh, listeners out there who don't know about this wonderful film, could you fill us in? Sure. The film is uh, an animation from DreamWorks about an alien species called Boo that invade planet Earth and attempt to hide from an evil monster called the Gorg. And by doing so, the alien race makes themselves at home, and they transport all the humans elsewhere. Um, one girl gets left behind, and her name is Tip, who later encounters a boob named O, who is personally my favorite character. And together they search for Tip's mother, who got taken away during a previous alien invasion. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of this film? I thought it was really enjoyable. Um, it's really funny, uh, especially to the older older audiences. Um, it has some references that are quite funny if you catch. So I thought it was pretty entertaining. So this film features a, a star-studded um, cast of voice actors. It has Jim Parsons, Rihanna, Steve Martin, Jennifer Lopez, Matt Jones. Some very big names in not only you know uh, film, but in just the entertainment industry in general. So how do you think that all of the voice actors did portraying these wacky characters? I thought they did amazing, especially Jim Parsons, because for people that watch The Big Bang Theory, it's basically like watching him in like a cartoon character form. <laughs> and Rihanna did amazing. It was her first uh, role in an animation film. Mm-hmm. So considering that, she did really well at like portraying the facial ex- the voice that the facial expressions show, and she just played the sassy tip very well. I thought they chose a very, very good person to play her. I think it's always exciting when artists, um, especially like vocalists, transition over into um, voice acting, you know, because it's like the voice that you know and love and that you recognize and then seeing that person sort of like morph their voice and morph their personality like into this character and show it only through the talking. I think it takes a lot of talent. Okay. Uh, so what did you think of the visuals in this film? This film was directed by Tim Johnson, who has also directed some incredible films such as Kung Fu Panda, um, Sinbad, Over the Hedge Ants. So he has a very like specific style of animation that he does. But what do you think stood out to you about the animation and the visuals in this film? The animation in this film is really cute. I thought the characters were really adorable. You just want to squeeze them. And they all were just super adorable and attractive looking. Um, The animation has become so real. I noticed that Tip's hair um, was really nicely animated. It was really realistic. And the curls were very realistic and well made. Um, The characters were cute. And I thought it was um, kind of futuristic because they were trying to portray alien technology. And I thought they did a good job doing that. And it was really bubbly with, like, actual bubbles. (laughs) I thought it was really cute for little kids to see all the different colors. Oh, especially because the characters change colors depending on their emotion. I thought that was really cute. Oh, that's really cool. They're kind of like moon necklaces almost. Yeah, it was really nice. That's pretty cool. Um, so in this film, it features some brand new songs from amazing artists such as Jennifer Lopez and Rihanna herself. So what did you think of the musical score and the soundtrack to this film? I thought it was really funny because as soon as I heard the music, I knew it was Rihanna, and I knew that she played the voice of Tip, so I thought it was really interesting that they used 
her song, and as well as Jennifer Lopez. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting that they used that, and it was really fun to hear it, and especially at the scenes where she would dance to it, so it's like, oh, she's dancing to her own song. It's really funny. <laughs> um, so you mentioned that your favorite character was O, voiced by Jim Parsons. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about um, that character and why you like him? Yeah. So O is an overly friendly, silly, troublemaking outcast. Uh, he he's, stands out from the other boobs because he's overly friendly, which they consider, like, a crime and really odd, but it's really adorable because he just wants a friend, he just wants to be friends with everyone, but the other boobs don't want to be friends, they think it's not normal, so for him to be more like the audience than his own species is really entertaining, and it just steals the heart of the audience. Absolutely. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and right now we are talking with Harmony about the new animated feature film, Home, directed by the wonderful Tim Johnson. Um, so Harmony was just telling me all about this film and her favorite character, which is O, voiced by Jim Parsons. This film features some amazing voice actors, such as Rihanna, Steve Martin, Jennifer Lopez, and it has some brand new music from Jennifer Lopez and Rihanna herself. Um, so Harmony, since you were just sharing with me your favorite favorite character? Would you mind telling me about your favorite scene or scenes if you have any? Oh, there's so many. Uh, I would probably say when they're traveling to, they're traveling around the world, um, they're going through their trip, they like learn more about each other and uh, my favorite scene is when O discovers music and how he likes music because he starts dancing and he doesn't know why, so he's really freaked out by the fact that he's dancing to music, and I find it really funny because it's crazy to see like a character that's not familiar with the things we're familiar with, and he's just really funny, and I really enjoy how he talks. I thought that was really funny, and I kept laughing because he talks with like improper grammar, and but he's so serious about it, and it just comes off normal to him, but it's really funny how he mixes up words. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like, when, you, when you're learning, like, a new language, I mean, even in, like, real life, you know, sometimes the way you'll, you'll structure sentences is, like, so odd to someone who would, like, like, fluently speak that language, so I think it's kind of funny that they incorporated that, because a lot of times in alien movies, they'll have the aliens speaking, like, fluent English or, you know, whatever language um, the people around them are speaking, and so I think it's kind of cool that in this movie they incorporated, like, no, he's still kind of learning, and he's still kind of figuring things out. Yeah. <laughs> so I had the opportunity to interview Tim Johnson, who, as I said, is the director of this film, and something that he said um, that stood out to him about this this uh, story and the reason why he turned it into a film, because it was adapted from a book. Um, he said the story of friendship and the story of belonging really touched him. So what did you think about the relationship between O and Tip and how um, their relationship evolves, and, and if you could talk about any messages of friendship that you noticed there? Um, yeah, there was a lot of deep messages about friendship and togetherness, and at first they weren't really fond of each other, and you can tell that they were just in it for their own personal benefit, um, and by that I mean the trip to Australia. Mm -hmm. uh, they later become closer, and she teaches him, at the scene that I said was my favorite, she, te she teaches him uh, about family 
and what it means to humans. And although he can't grasp the concept at first, later he realizes what family means. And uh, I find it really heartwarming, and I actually cried in that movie <laughs> uh, because it was so deep and heartwarming. Mm-hmm. And um, as you mentioned earlier, O kind of leaves his planet because he's not really being appreciated. Do you think that there are any messages about bullying and um, acceptance on that level in this film? Yeah, um, it shows that you could be your own person, and especially because at first Boo was bullied by the other Boos by not being like them and not being considered normal. But at the end of the film, we all see how they their perspective transforms and they appreciate O and they all love him and think of him as a leader. Mm-hmm. So what age rating would you recommend this film for? Because I know you, you mentioned that it does have some really funny um, you know, things that older audience members can ca- pick up on. And then you also mentioned that it's really good for younger kids because of all of like the cool colors and visuals. So who do you think would enjoy this film? Uh, I would say all ages, because it could put anyone in a good mood. It's like a good mood feeling movie, <laughs> but I would uh, would say especially between the ages of 5 and 11. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking all about home with us. Guys, you can go to our YouTube channel and check out all of our reviews of this wonderful film and watch my interview with Tim Johnson himself, the director of this film. Harmony, thank you so much for telling us all about it. And guys, make sure you check out Home in Theaters now. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure talking with you. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, find out how you can become part of the Kids First family, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics by going to www.kidsfirst.org. And make sure you check out our blog on the Huffington Post. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, from Kids First Coming Attractions, produced by Kidstar, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. My name is Lizzie Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Start Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish.
Wiz Pops from the Kidstar Album of the Month. 